Brett Mertens on the team. And Brett Mertens brought to you by our good friend Rick Nelson at American Family Insurance. If you're looking for a free quote, uh, you can call Rick and his uh, talented crew today over at uh, American Family Insurance. They can uh, help you get that uh, that free estimate on your auto protection home as well over at Rick Nelson American Family Insurance. Once again, you can give them a call today at 970-241-0078. All right, uh, Brett Mertens joins us. Brett, I appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on this morning for a little bit. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, guys. Uh, look, the, the disappointing loss, and I know there's there's some bad blood with you guys in Erie, and, and I get that. I understand that. Uh, but you have to love the way your kids fought back on the road down 15 to nothing to come back and, and lose that game 25-22. Speaks to the character and the heart uh, of your Red Hawks football team. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, in all, all honesty, we're uh, we were we met yesterday for the first time as a team, and um, we, you know, all, I think from top to bottom, coaching staff, players, everybody through, we're we're real proud of that effort, and uh, you know, we feel like we put our best foot forward and gave it our best shot, and just we're just you know not quite good enough on that day, but uh, but that doesn't take away from what they accomplished, and so you know, we have a real good feeling in our mouth about it. We had a great season and uh, a lot to be proud of, and. You know, certainly we were disappointed to come up, you know, a game short of being in the in the state finals, which was kind of a goal of ours. But um, but that was, you know, it, it is it's high school football, and everybody's good at that point. And and we knew that uh, it was going to be a challenge to win, and so we're certainly not disappointed with our season at all. Well, Erie quarterback Blake Barnett uh, threw for a couple of touchdowns in the first half. As I mentioned, you got you, know, you got behind fifteen to nothing. And then third quarter, you came out of halftime and really started to put some things together. What was the message to your kids at halftime with that fifteen nothing deficit? We just to fight. I mean, we just had to keep fighting, and, and we weren't just going to roll over, you know. And and um, unfortunately, we just needed to score there probably in the first half uh, to keep pace a little bit. We dug ourselves in a pretty big hole. It actually reminded me a little bit of the our quarterfinal loss last year in Loveland, where we were I think we were down fourteen to nothing at halftime and fought all the way back actually took the lead in that game and and we weren't able to actually ever take a lead against Erie but we got it all the way back to a two-point game and then you know three there at the end and and just you know really just needed uh needed a little bit more time or, or one stop you know there but uh but yeah it was you know I thought our kids responded really well in the second half um like they always do and they you know they like I said they went out swinging and it was a it was great to see so well and and certainly uh Gage Wareham played a heck of a second half for you. 13-yard touchdown uh, on the ground. Then Blake Griffin got the two-point conversion. And then later on, Gage uh, finding Cooper Ross for that long pass. that got you down to the one. Eli Womack put it in the end zone. And so for for Gage Wareham in his final football game as a Red Ox quarterback, had a a sensational second-half effort. Yeah, he did. And yeah, I was actually um, Alonzo Trujillo that caught that long one. I I think they had it wrong in the the paper. But... um, but yeah, I mean, Gage had 100, and I think he had 150 yards through the air. He had, you know, the touchdown run, and um, you know, we 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 actually played, you know, a pretty clean game. We didn't have any turnovers. Um, just I think only one penalty that I can remember. So, uh, you know, that, and that's the type of thing that when you when you play a good clean game like that, um, you can live with the result either way. You know, because we didn't we didn't necessarily do anything to shoot ourselves in the foot. Um, so that was that was good, and and I was real proud of Gage and all those seniors for the way they. They fought and finished, and and you know they they had a heck of a career. Those guys specifically, just you know playing 
Um, a lot of those kids played as sophomores, you know, in the semifinals. They played in the quarterfinals last year and semifinals this year, and and uh, won a lot of games and and played a lot of big time games and against good opponents. So uh, they have a lot to be proud of and a lot they're going to remember. And they, you know, they set a, a pretty high standard here for our program that uh, you know is going to be tough for our, our next crew to live up to. But uh, that's going to be our goal. Montrose Red Axe football coach Brett Mertens with us today. Mentioned you lose Gage Wareham at the quarterback spot. Uh, also Blake Griffin, who had another incredible season for Blake. Uh, 28 touchdowns, over 1,500 yards rushing. Austin Zimmer, you'll lose him to graduation. Jackson Killen to graduation. But there's 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 bright spots here for, for you, Brett. There are some guys coming back that are that had really good uh, uh, campaigns this year. Eli Womack, who I mentioned, scored the touchdown for you. Uh, he'll return for you next season. He had nine touchdowns. Uh, Aiden Grijalva had nine touchdowns as well. He uh, was your second-leading rusher. So uh, there are some positive things for this football team and guys will be back uh, for next football season. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, and you, every year you lose your seniors, and everybody does, and so you kind of have to sit there and go, "Wow, how are we gonna, how are we gonna reload and replace all these guys?" But what happens every year is that your young guys um, step up into those roles, and they start to, uh, you know, kind of live into the, the expectations of being a being a varsity starter and that sort of thing. So uh, we're excited for that. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun for some of those guys to uh, ha- kind of have their turn and. And go, but like you said, you know we got a couple couple guys coming back that have carried the ball quite a bit for us. We're going to have to find a couple more just because we need, um, you know, we need three or four or five guys that can carry the ball consistently for us. So uh, we'll have to uh, we'll have to kind of see who that's going to be, and guys are going to have to earn those spots. Um, you know, and up front we got I think uh, you know two or three. Well, counting our tight end, we'll have three returning starters on the on the O line. So. Um, you know we're not completely uh, completely reloading, but uh, you know it's definitely a, a good senior class that we lost, probably uh, a well above average senior class, and so you know we have some holes for sure that we're going to have to uh, try to have some kids step up into. And for some of your senior players like Blake Griffin, any idea where, where Blake is? He going to continue to play football? Is he getting some offers to play at the college level? What can you tell us about that? Yeah, Blake's. I mean, he's such a smart kid and a well-rounded kid that um, that he you know he can. He could probably go. He's not getting much interest at the Division One level, unfortunately. He's just a little undersized, but uh, but he's um, he's a D D two D three NAIA kid all day long. And um, I think what he's wanting to do right now, if, if things work out, is go to the uh, Merchant Marines in New York there. And um, his goal is to be a pilot. And so we had a kid. Um, you probably remember Cole Simmons four years ago. Oh, sure, yeah. That um, he ended up going to the Merchant Marines. He played football there for four years. He uh, was a fullback for them this year. Had a good career, and he just finished up and he's graduated. And he just found out that he got into um, the Navy flight program, and so he's going to go be a Navy pilot. And so I think um, kind of that avenue is kind of a similar thing that Blake wants to do. And and watching Cole do that, uh, I think is kind of you know, showed him, you know, that this is something that I can definitely do. And so I think it's encouraging to him. And I think that's what he's wanting to do right now if everything works out. So uh, I'm excited for him. I mean, that's an awesome school and uh, a great academic school. And it's a military school. So, um, you know, chance to, to serve the country and, and kind of pursue his dreams that way and play football there too. So that'll be cool. Well, that's fantastic. Great to hear that, that Blake is considering that. And we wish him uh, nothing but the best. And any of your other players that uh, uh, go on to, to play football or just decide to go on and uh, continue their education as well. We're talking with Montrose Red Axe football coach, Brett Mertens. Brett, I want to wrap it up with one final thing here. And 
you feel free to comment if you don't. I understand uh, because the the Erie game was emotional. But when because I had a couple texts about this, people had had texted me, "Why didn't you guys shake hands at the end of the game?" And yeah, I, I, sure. I know the story about this a little bit about about what happened when Erie was at your place. Uh, I mean, feel free to comment as much or as little as you want to, but I, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about this because I, I'd rather have it come from you than, you know, I, I, I did comment on it the other day because what I told, I was told what happened that day when, when you guys played Erie uh, at your place. But uh, uh, give us a little explanation of what happened at the end of the game there. Yeah, obviously there's a lot of history and, and some, uh, you know, some maybe some unquestion or some questionable, you know, sportsmanship through the years, but uh at the end of the day, and I had my full backing from our administration on this too. At the end of the day, it was a player safety issue at that moment, and um, we just felt like the smartest and best thing we could do was to get our boys into the locker room as fast as we can before some something, something bad happened. And you know, and I don't know if anything would have. Who knows? You know, but I sure wouldn't want to be on the other side of that where something did happen, and uh, and we certainly regretted it. So it was. Um, I stand behind that 100%. I think it was the right decision. And uh, our administrative team as well stands behind that decision. And I know it doesn't always look good, and not everybody's going to understand that. But, uh, but you know, we just felt like it was the smartest thing to do in that moment. Right. I, when I commented on it, I just said, no, and you know, I kind of relayed what, what happened previously, what, what I was told, because I was not there, but I was told by somebody who, a uh, very reliable source on, on what happened when they played at your place. And I said, look, you had to make a decision. And, and you know your kids, you know your football team, you know what the circumstances were at that moment, and and uh, just uh, deferring to your your experience and you knowing your team, uh, Brett, and making that decision, and and certainly uh, that has to be respected. And yeah, there's certainly uh, this is this is my comment, not yours. Uh, Erie has not exactly been; they're not going to win a Chassa Sportsmanship Award anytime in the near future. We'll put it that way. I'll just leave it at, leave it at that. So, uh, yeah, and I, I hate to see I, I hate to see that that be the highlight of the game because it was a great football game, you know, and uh, um, it's been a it's been a good rivalry to be honest with you over four years or the last three years we played four times and it's been some pretty dang intense games. So um, hate to see it go, get to that, but uh, you know it, it, you do what you do and you you stand by the decisions that you make, and I certainly do there. And um, I uh, you know I don't wish harm on anybody for sure, so. We're going to focus on us, and that's what that's what that decision was all about as well. So absolutely, well, I, uh, yeah, we don't want to detract yep. from what's been a, a sensational season. It was a great football game on Saturday, and a great season for your Montrose football team. Uh, once again, congratulations on a on another great year uh, for the Montrose Redhawks. Uh, uh, another trip uh, to the semifinals, and at some point, you guys are going to bust through, kind of like Delta did. You guys will get to that state championship yeah. game. You'll get your, your opportunity, Brett, I'm sure, at some point. I, I, always, I always appreciate the time, and thank you for coming on, and I, I appreciate uh, your candor today. You bet. Thanks for a great year. Appreciate it. All right, take care. Brett Mertens, coach of the Montrose Redhawks football team, joining us on the program this morning. All right, who do we have on the Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line? Oh, let me do that. There we go. Lonnie checking in this morning.